Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is the Sports Illustrated Boxing Podcast. It's boxing. A look inside boxing with Sports Illustrated's Chris Mannix. Interviews, analysis, and everything going on in boxing. And now a man who I wish was called the Boston Bleeder. <laughs> All doctors to the ER. It's sort of like getting punched in the face. Chris, Chris Mattis. All right, joining me now is Oscar De La Hoya, the Golden Boy, the Hall of Famer, the founder of Golden Boy Promotions, uh, coming to me from California. You still out in California these days, Oscar? Yes, right in Pasadena. How is California these days? Um, you know, it's 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 a little it's a little confusing actually. Um, you know, they keep closing. Uh, establishments they keep opening them up um, you don't know where to go uh, to have dinner because uh, you can eat outside you can't so but overall look I mean we're keeping safe um, the governor is doing a great job in, uh, in making sure that that California is safe so uh, we're very grateful for that you're scheduled to return with your first show on July 24th that's going to be in California uh, Indio, California, specifically at Fantasy Springs, Virgil Ortiz. I yeah. mean, how confident are you, given what we've seen Top Rank go through with their bubble in Las Vegas, that you can create a safe environment and an environment that allows you to put on, you know, the kind of fights you want to put on? Right. Look, I mean, we've been we've been talking uh, and working very closely with Fantasy Springs Casino. Um, they've been a partner of ours for many, many, many years. Um, they have. They have the venue. They have the the, the hotel uh, connected to each other. Um, we've we've uh, been assured that uh, that everything is is uh, is is good to go. Uh, everything is uh, is, um, is is safe, and uh, you know we'll be able to uh, to quarantine uh, uh, everyone who's involved in the uh, in the uh, show uh for for a couple of days so I, I i believe that the commission here in california uh will do an outstanding job and keep everybody safe do you feel like you have to do anything different than what top rank and nevada have done i mean you know the nevada commission well it's a top commission in the u.s top rank obviously is doing everything they can uh to put on shows and yet i mean it's like every other show they lose somebody of significance, whether right. it's a headliner or a major fight, does that give you any concerns? And do you have to do anything different? Well, look, we've we've been speaking to all our fighters, to uh, everyone involved, the trainers, um, to make sure that you you stay 
you stay quarantined um, um, and away from people as much as possible. Look, everybody has their a responsibility to take care of themselves, to make sure that uh, you don't come in contact with, with other people or people who might have uh, the virus. So uh, we can do as much as we can do in our part. And, uh, you know, the fighters and the teams have to do their part. I want to ask you, Oscar, about your company, Golden Boy. I mean, you are effectively running uh, a small business in a lot of ways. Uh, it was reported that you took some of uh, the government money, the pay uh, Paycheck Protection money, which is certainly uh, well within your rights to do to protect your employees and, and their salaries and their jobs. How has the pandemic impacted your business? Well, look, I mean, luckily, luckily, we've uh, we've been a very successful uh, uh, company for many years, um, for more than 20 years. And uh, we've been very uh, diligent, very smart in making sure that uh, that we stay afloat, and 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 especially in in, in you know uh, situations like this one, where there's no literally no work for anybody. Um, yes, we were able to get some help, um, and the reason why is because I wanted to keep all my employees. I did not lay off nobody. I I'm still paying them. Um, because I have a team uh, that is very loyal to me for many years. And so uh, the right thing to do was to, to, to uh, make sure that uh, everyone has a job and everyone has, uh, has uh, basically a roof over their head uh, because look, these, these are tough times. And uh, I've come out of pocket as well uh, many times over the years, which I don't mind because, again, uh, loyalty to me means, means a lot. You know the economics of, of your business. Do you feel like boxing resuming and you getting some shows off the ground, you know, I don't want to say solves your problems, but it, it, it gets you out of like the out of the black or so or out of the red? No, look, we've 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 been in the black for many years, like I said, and uh, look, I'm an individual who has who can easily transfer funds whenever I want and, and keep my companies afloat. Um, that's no issue whatsoever. Um, you know, we have we have uh, we have uh, uh, a very capable uh, a team behind me who uh, who obviously knows how to work the numbers and make sure that uh, that everything is fine, mm -hmm. uh, especially in, in in situations like this one. So uh, we're we're not worried one bit. Uh, we just want to make sure that the fighters are staying active. We want to make sure that we continue to deliver the best fights. We continue to deliver uh, entertainment for uh, for the viewing audience. All right, so you made some noise in the last couple of weeks when you suggested at 47 years old that you wanted to come back and you wanted to fight again. How seriously should we take that, Oscar? You know, actually, I've been I've, I've actually been training um, now for a couple of months, and I'm up to about six rounds of spar of heavy sparring. I want to get to about 12 rounds to see how I feel. But Chris, I mean, obviously, you know how, I mean, my body can change from, you know, from one night to another. I, I can, I can get an injury. I can tear a muscle. I can, uh, you know, um, you never know. But right now at this point, I've, I've been running now six miles um, every single day. I feel good. Um, it has to do with obviously, um, uh, um, um, you know, the vitamins I'm taking, uh, the, the, the doctors I have. Um, doing everything correctly, uh, uh, meaning resting and, and waking up early and eating the right foods. 
Um, I mean, you take a look at the Mike Tyson and you see his body, the way he looks and the way he feels. And so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, we're living in different times now. And, um, and, and, you know, and, and, and I feel great. I feel wonderful. I, and so until I get to those 12 rounds and spar, I, I can, I can give you a, a definitive answer of, of how I'm going to feel. And, and, and if I do come back, is there something different about this time around? Because you flirted with the idea of a comeback, uh, several times since you retired back in 2008. Is there something different that has kind of triggered this and has you back in the gym? I think it's just a matter of pulling the trigger, um, you know, of, of, uh, of making that decision to go to the gym, to wake up in the morning, um, you know, to, 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 to make the sacrifice uh, before I, I wanted to do it, but I just couldn't do it. I couldn't pull the trigger. I couldn't wake up in the morning. I couldn't, you know, take myself to the gym and spar six rounds. Now it's like I have this motivation just, I guess, to do it for myself. Um, to prove to myself that I can do it. And, um, you know, so, you know, we'll see what happens. You've kind of tied, you know, this idea of coming back to what Tyson um, is reportedly going to do, come back in some way, shape, or form. Tyson, it seems like, is going to come back in some kind of exhibition-y sort of bout. It doesn't seem right. like he wants to come back in a real fight. Uh, how do you approach that? Do you want to come back for something real, or would you rather come back for, you know, De La Hoya Mayorga once again or something like that? I would actually, I would actually um, um, come back um, um, in a real fight. Um, I mean, everyone who knows me knows that I, I just go for the best right from the top. And so, I mean, I remember taking, I think it was close to three years uh, when I fought my orga in a comeback fight. So there's no tune-up fights for me. There's no uh, filling out process. I want to go straight to, to whoever's the best out there. You, I mean, you knew after losing to Pacquiao back in 2008 that it was time, like that was that it was time for you to retire. What makes you think now that 12 years later that you can hold up against the best? Well, I mean, look, it's it, there's, there's a lot of, I guess, variables that come into play. I mean, look, you take a look at the Pacquiao fight, and I mean, that wasn't me. I, I have to admit, I mean, coming down from 160 back to 47 and losing the muscle and obviously no excuses. Pacquiao's an amazing fighter, amazing friend. He did a number on me, but it wasn't me at 147. And I was weighing actually 144, which, I mean, I was a zombie, a walking zombie. Um, I strongly feel that if I, if I come down to 154, uh, which, which I can, and I know I can, um, um, I can, I can, I can do something. I can, I can do some damage to to a few fighters out there. I mean, skill is involved. Obviously, um, you know, uh, uh, my power. You never lose power. Maybe my tiny might be off a little, but that's something that I'm gonna have to figure out uh, when you're up there. So. There's, there's a lot that comes into play, and I just I, I strongly feel that I can do it. Are you doing this right now on your own, or are you working with a trainer or a team of some kind? I, I'm actually working with a small with a small team um, of people here in uh, in Pasadena. Um, uh, nobody that 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 the people might know out there uh, that that have a name or, or but they're helping me out to get in shape to make sure that uh, I don't get injured. Uh, make sure that all those little fibers and muscles and, and tendons are stay strong in order to take it up to the next level. And that next level is starting my boxing camp, um, uh, a serious boxing camp. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah, then we'll take it from there. So it's, it's, it's two or three levels I have to get by. 
and then uh, and then step it up a notch uh, and that notch is is ultimately uh, sparring with uh, with with uh, with big time you know big time fighters uh, fighters who have experience fighters who uh, who are you know championship caliber you've worked with several big name trainers in the past Floyd Mayweather senior Freddie Roach Nacho Beristain have you given any thought at all to who might you know work with you in this process well i mean the only person that comes to mind and the only person that i would ask um um uh, humbly is uh is floyd mayweather senior uh floyd mayweather senior um is the only fi- uh, uh, trainer that can that can tell me to wake up at five in the morning is the only trainer who can uh who can push my buttons and and make me work hard and smart um and uh, you know, so I I would actually go to him and 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 humbly ask him if he can uh, do this favor for me. So, do you have a timeline for when you'd want to make a decision like this? Is there something in your head that says, "All right, by date X, I have to figure out if I'm going to do this or not"? Yeah, by September, I I'm hoping to spar twelve rounds uh, uh, um, on a regular basis, and um, by that time. Uh, I do want to make that decision of uh, of, of fighting uh, first quarter of next year. So, I mean, you want a big fight, Oscar. You happen to have the biggest star in boxing in your stable. Is is it possible, <laughs> De La Hoya Canelo in 2021? I I don't know. I don't know. Um, That's not a no, you know, Oscar. That's not a no. Crazy, but not that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So not that level of fighter, perhaps not the best number one pound for pound on some lists. Um, you know, Canelo is uh, an amazing fighter. He's the best. He's a pound for pound champ. He's hits like a mule. Um, I don't know, Chris, you're, you're throwing me in the fire here, but uh, that's, that's such, that's a challenge that, uh, you know, I, I never back down from anybody, mm-hmm. um, but we'll, we'll have to wait. <laughs> I asked you about the exhibition. You could have taken the easy way out on that one, the <laughs> exhibition. Um, let's talk about Canelo for a second. We're now about two months away from that, you know, penciled in date of the Mexican Independence Day weekend that Canelo uh, prefers to fight on. We've heard a number of different names floated out there, but in the last couple of days, Oscar, we have seen some of the names, names connected, you know, take themselves out of the mix, whether it's Billy Joe Saunders, right. uh, Sergey Derevchenko about to sign a fight with Jamal Charlo. Where do we stand with Canelo's next opponent? Well, look, we, we have, um, we have uh, pending meetings uh, this week. Um, we are working every single day, um, day in, day out, uh, to, to get this done. And, and like you said, look, fighters these days, they price themselves out because they don't want to fight. Um, they price themselves out because, uh, because uh, you know, they have uh, uh, advisors uh, whispering in their ears that they're worth more than, than what they really are. Um, you know, the fact that you fight Canelo doesn't mean that uh, you should be making triple or quadruple the money you're making now. And you have to take into consideration the, uh, the pandemic. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's different times now. And, and, and fighters have to realize that they have to take pay cuts. Um, you know, and so it's, it's been a very difficult process, but we feel very confident that we'll have something um, uh, in writing, something uh, uh, nailed down uh, in the next few days. Uh, like I said, we have pending uh, uh, phone calls and meetings with Team Canelo and and his uh, and his and his team. So we we, we feel that uh, that we can get something uh, uh, um, done uh, hopefully uh, by next week. I do think that you're you're right about 
that part where fighters say we're going to fight Canelo, we deserve you know three times more. I, I think that's that's wrong, and I think fighters, frankly, should roll the dice on themselves a little bit because as we saw with Andy Andy Ruiz, like you take you know uh, not Andy Ruiz made four million dollars, good money, but you take a little bit less money to get the fight, and if you win the fight, right. there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. So whoever beats Canelo yeah. probably gets a rematch for ten million plus the next time around. And and that's exactly what what fighters don't realize is that you know you have to you, you have to beat the champion in order to make champion money, and um, you know a lot of fighters unfortunately are 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 being you know uh, uh, are, are being uh, whispered uh, in their ear by by people who uh, who just don't want to make these big fights happen, and it's very frustrating. It's uh, it's difficult, but. Um, Look, like I said, we've been in this business for a long time. We know how to deal with teams, with fighters, uh, with managers, with everyone who's talking in the fighter's ear. Uh, we'll get this done. Uh, we've never failed anybody, and we, we will continue to uh, deliver the best fights possible. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. This is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Now, I'm supposed to talk here about what I remember and what I loved about my first car. And that's easy for me to do because I still have my first car. And... As long as it keeps running, and so far so good, I intend to have that car probably until the day I die. Uh, That's how much I love that car. It is like a child to me. Now, it does require some upkeep, and that's why I'm grateful for a place like eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED lights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
How would you characterize the, the impact of the pandemic on on these negotiations? You kind of touched on it. Like, there's not going to be an eight million dollar gate or a ten million dollar right. gate in this fight. How yeah. significantly has that affected these negotiations? Yeah, it's 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 been very difficult. Um, you know, when you take into consideration, um, you know, a, a fifteen. 17 and a half, 20 million dollar gate, for instance, that we could have generated with Triple G and Canelo uh, the third time around. Uh, it's a big blow to to everyone, um, but everyone has to understand that you know pay cuts are going to happen. They have to take place in order to make these types of fights happen. Um, but I'm very confident. I'm very uh, um, I'm very confident that uh, that it shouldn't be an issue when you have the viewer who's at home desperately wanting entertainment. Uh, we strongly feel that with boxing coming back, for instance, July 24th, um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a, a great thing for, for not only the zone, not only for the boxing fan, but yeah, for, for everyone involved. Um, people want to be entertained and people want to see great fights. And, and I can assure you that, you know, uh, when the Canelo fight is announced, it's going to be the biggest thing across the globe uh, because people are, 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 are yearning to, to watch uh, the biggest star in boxing. DAZN, as you mentioned, coming back um, post-pandemic, you're the first show that they'll do on the 24th. They'll do another one at the end of August. You have a long-term deal uh, with DAZN. How would you characterize that relationship, the strength of that relationship at this point? It's it's a wonderful relationship. I mean, look, we're we're the promoter who who moves the needle for for the zone here in the USA. Um, you know, we have the biggest star. We have upcoming stars like Virgil Ortiz, um, who's fighting uh, July twenty fourth uh, on the first show back. We have uh, uh, Ryan Garcia, who uh, who can be a superstar uh, um, uh, in the sport of boxing. So, you know, our, our relationship is in a, is an amazing relationship that's growing. That's that's that's. Uh, we're, we're nurturing the relationship in order to become the biggest and the best. And that's exactly what we want for the zone. And that's exactly what they want for us. Um, we're a team. We, 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 we love working with the zone and, um, you know, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna make sure that, uh, that we deliver the best of the best, uh, always. Your relationship with Canelo has been scrutinized a lot over the last year or so. I mean, where does that stand now? I mean, I know you both, you guys were in Tahoe for the golf tournament yeah, just we this past. Did you interact with him? Was there any exchanges there? Yes, there were actually. And it was very pleasant. I was very, uh, I was very uh, uh, happy uh, to uh, to see him there, and to uh, he was having a lot of fun. He was with uh, Stephen Curry, and you know, hitting golf balls and interacting with the fans. And so I was I was actually genuinely happy for him that he was in that type of environment, uh, um, uh, mixing it up with other athletes and 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 the fans. You know, so um, this is this is like a family, and in family, you know, you have your you have your arguments once in a while, but it's always going to be family. So I'm very happy that, uh, that, uh, that we were able to interact. And, uh, and uh, the only thing we want for him is to get him the big fights and, uh, and take it from there. Do you believe personally there's a pathway back for you and Canelo to get back to the place that you were in just a couple of years ago when you know, Canelo chose to stay with Golden yeah. Boy long term? Is there a pathway back to that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And... Um, it's like it's it's like I said. I mean, family is always going to be family, and um, you know, when when you're always doing the right thing, 
um, you know, there's there's nothing that can go wrong. So, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I, I really respect and admire Canelo for what he's done. And, uh, and I'm really looking forward to, uh, to many more years to come uh, working with him uh, and his team. How certain are you that Canelo will fight on that September 12th date? Um, I'll, I'll know by the end of this week, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm very certain that he will. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, because the zone wants it, I want it, and Canelo wants it. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, it's a matter of uh, just nailing down that one opponent who wants to take the chance, who wants to take the risk, who is going to get paid handsomely, obviously, but, you know, who is not going to be uh, these fighters who uh, who think they deserve, you know, world championship money um, um, just because they fight Canelo. Uh, they have to earn it. And so if, if, if once we nail down an opponent like that, then we have a fight. Who's at the top of the list? Um, I do not want to mention any names, <laughs> but every time I do, they add a zero to, to, to the negotiation. So uh, I'm going to keep quiet for this one, Chris. Um, but uh, but I, I can assure you, we will have somebody uh, in the next couple, couple of weeks. I want to ask you quickly, uh, you mentioned families have squabbles. And you know, right now, you and Ryan Garcia, it's, it's gotten public yeah. over the last month or so. Um, what's happening there? Like, how did it get to this point where you and Ryan are not only disagreeing, but you're disagreeing publicly at right now? Well, I mean, I guess he's disagreeing publicly. Um, you know, it's, and it's a shame because we only want the best for him, um, as a friend, as a promoter. Um, and like I said, when you have advisors who are whispering in your ear, um, you know, it, it's, it's unfortunate that a lot of these fighters uh, listen to these advisors um, to wrong information. Um, you know, we strongly feel that, uh, that we can make Ryan Garcia a global superstar inside the ring. Yes, he does have the following. Yes, he does have all these uh, Instagram followers. Um, um, but I want to make him a superstar inside the ring. I want to make him a world champion many times over. Um, we still can do it. Uh, I will do it. Uh, he's, he's our fighter under Golden Boy. Uh, we have many more years to work with each other. And uh, there's nothing better that, that, than to you know, see him blossom as a fighter and as a person. Uh, because, look, as a promoter for us, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of, it's a lot of work day in and day out. Uh, and sometimes it's unfortunate that you have to sometimes babysit these fighters as well. Uh, but look, one thing about Ryan is that he's a very mature fighter. He's a fighter who knows what he wants. Um, and uh, like I said, this is family. And in family, you have squabbles, but uh, we'll get over it. And look, I said this to Ryan. I think that Ryan's probably been devastated by the pandemic as much as anyone. Because if you know this pandemic doesn't hit, I'm sure you guys go into a Linares fight. That's it. Staples Center or some other kind of venue like that where yeah. everybody makes some money. And we're not talking about money right now. It seems to me that he's been been significantly adversely affected by this pandemic. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, just like everyone else, look, uh, we had we had huge plans for him. July 4th, um, I, I, I want to stage a major event uh, on July 4th, on the birth of our nation. You know, how big would that be with Ryan Garcia uh, fighting on July 4th? 
um, it, it would be special. And so, uh, look, every everybody's been affected. It's been it's been very difficult. And um, you know, there's fighters who understand, and there's fighters who don't. And um, I just I just feel that. Uh, that we'll get through this. Uh, it's a matter of time, and uh, and we'll move forward. One of the things Ryan did say, Oscar, in that interview with the Athletic, was that he's been trying to reach out to you personally, and he can't get a hold of you. Um, is that accurate? He has my number. I mean, he knows where to get a hold of me. Um, look, I I I try to get a hold of him as well. Um, and again, it's unfortunate that he has advisors who are giving him wrong information. Hmm. You, get, you guys need some help. We can just bring him on the podcast. Like it'll be like one of those game shows. We can like roll him in. Like here's Ryan Garcia. Let's uh, let's have a conversation. Yeah. There you go. He did say, um, you know, if you don't believe in him as a world champion, you should just release him outright. How would you respond to that? Well, I mean, our job is to make him a world champion, and and that's what I'm going to continue doing. Um, we have him on the right path. He's uh, he's a very talented fighter. We believe in him. Um, and obviously, uh, we have a, a long-term contract together, uh, a pact together, and uh, I'm never going to stop believing in him. I, I, I want I want him to uh, uh, supersede whatever I did as well, you know, inside the ring. I want him to become world champion many times over. It, it brings me great joy to see these fighters, um, um, you know, make their dreams come true and have those titles around their waist. Uh, there's nothing better for me than, than that. That's exactly why I'm promoting is to make sure that these fighters uh, become world champions and, 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 you know, and, and, and live their dreams. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I feel that, uh, I feel that uh, Ryan Garcia uh, can be one of the best fighters uh, in the history of this sport. He does have that, that you factor, for lack of a better phrase. I mean, you came out, he doesn't have the, the background with the Olympic gold medal, but I mean, you came right. out of the Olympics, you had the skill, you had the appearance, you had, uh, you were obviously well-spoken. Ryan is all of those things as well. So, I mean, he, I think he as much as anyone in boxing, not just in his weight class or in his age bracket, but anyone in boxing, the potential to cross over into those mainstream households, to do talk shows like you did back in your day. We don't, we don't see that anymore. I mean, the last boxer to consistently do talk shows like Manny Pacquiao and those, you know, kind of, weird Jimmy Kimmel hits that he would do uh, at times. Like Ryan Garcia could be yeah. a different level exactly. of that type. Exactly. And we, and we have, we have the, uh, we have the, uh, we have the potential to, uh, to create uh, a mega star uh, um, in Ryan Garcia. And that's exactly what our plans are. Uh, we, we, we know how to do it because we've done it before, not only with myself, but with fighters uh, that we've promoted in the past. And so Ryan Garcia is the perfect candidate to uh, to uh, not only become a, 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 a champion, but all, to become a superstar outside of the ring. Um, and, and that's not very easy, but we have we have the formula to do it. Do you believe we've seen the last couple of days, um, you know, Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell, their names being linked through the WBC. Um, what do you think of that fight? And do you believe that will be Ryan Garcia's next fight? Well, I mean, the WBC has ordered it, um, and uh, we're obviously uh, now uh, uh, waiting uh, for uh, Eddie Hearn to uh, make us the offer uh, because he does promote Luke Campbell, and that's the fight that has to uh, that has to happen. Um, it's the WBC orders. Uh, that's exactly what uh, what what has to take place, and so uh, it's a great fight. It's a difficult fight. 
for both guys. It's a real fight. I think it'll be the first real, real test where fight fans and, and the public will finally respect Ryan Garcia uh, by beating uh, a Campbell. So uh, this is a fight that, uh, that, that uh, if it does take place, will be a, a very, very uh, entertaining um, um, you know, pick em fight. Uh, before I let you go, uh, Virgil Ortiz is the first one back, and he's another guy with enormous talent. I mean, the power that he has coupled with the skills uh, that he possesses. I mean, he's going to face Samuel Vargas. What do you want to see in a fight like this against Vargas? And, I mean, how quickly do you think Virgil Ortiz will be moved along to get into that title contention? Well, I mean, look, uh, uh, Virgil Ortiz is probably one of the most talented, pure fighters uh, uh that, that we that we promote uh inside that squared circle look uh virgil is, is just a, a a phenom he's 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 a hard worker he's he's humble he he knows what he wants he uh and he wants it fast and i strongly feel that if he what i want to see in this fight july 24th is i want to see him go a few rounds I mean, this guy is no pushover. Uh, uh, Vargas is a fighter who uh, who is going to bring it to him. He's a tough guy. He's durable. He knows how to fight. So I want to see some rounds out of uh, out of Virgil Ortiz. I hope that he does go to deep waters. You know, the ninth, the tenth round, and see what he has. See what he's made of. But if he blows him out in one or two rounds, then I don't think I'll have a, a choice but to get him a world title maybe in his next fight or maybe the first quarter of next year. I strongly feel that he is ready. I think, tell me if you disagree, but I, I think for Virgil Ortiz, one thing I'd love to see is him in with a big hitter. Like that's the one thing that he's yep. missed up until this point. Herrera was an excellent win. Orozco, an excellent win, but then it was a mover. Yeah. Brad Solomon was a mover, so you have to learn some things there. Uh, I'm not sure Vargas has that type of power to, to impact him. So like whether it's a Thomas Delorme or somebody like that, like a, a hitter, uh -huh to see if Virgil can hold up to somebody cracking him back. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, uh, Chris. Um, look, uh, you have to experience all styles inside that ring before you get to that championship, you know, top level. Um, and uh, But Virgil just keeps blowing everybody away. And, uh, you know, until he gets that one opponent where he really respects and can't knock out, then that's when we know that we should, okay, put him in with that, with that, you know, with the next level, with the world championship uh, title fight. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I feel that he's on the right path. I feel that Virgil, uh, you know, is, 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 is less, obviously less than a handful of fights away from, from superstardom. So, uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Uh, you sure you don't want to call a Canelo right now? We can give it one last <laughs> sure. I, I, Oh, yeah, I actually have another call uh, that I have to get to. Chris. Cinco de Mayo, you know, next year, we can we can make it happen. <laughs> Oscar, always appreciate your time, man. August 24th, Golden Boy returns, Fantasy Springs, Virgil Ortiz, Samuel Vargas, live on DAZN. Thanks for joining me, man. All right, you got it, man. Thanks, Chris. All right, that's it for this week's episode. My thanks to my guests. As always, subscribe to the podcast over at Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, you know I appreciate it, and I'll see you next week. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 